Welcome to the Twin Galaxies Podcast. I'm Michael Soroka. Welcome to Episode 2, October 2009. My co-hosts are Mike Janae and Josh Hauslander. How are you doing, everybody? We got an exclusive interview today with uh, Jeff Widzinski, world record holder for numerous Wii titles, some uh, Guitar Hero 3, um, I believe over 20 at least, first places, several other world records. We're going to have that for you coming up pretty soon. Also coming up, we've got the October video game releases. Some gems in there, all systems, PC, Wii, DS, PSP, PS3, and that's about it, 360. But first, we're going to have some world record news from Josh. All right, month of September, high scores are for the Nintendo Wii, Geometry Wars Galaxies, Lambda Minzeroth, this cat named Brian Cedar threw down 1,123,866,725 points from Bassahor, Kansas. That's a good score. Congratulations. We also got Mario Kart Wii, DK Summit, fastest raced, 209.819, Fred Bunkman from Brazil. Uh, Wii Fit, Rhythm Boxing, 6 minutes, 7.12 by Andrew Pete Me from the UK, Wales, UK that is. Wii Play, Find Me, 51, Mitchell Wolf from Ventura, California. Wii Sports Resort, Basketball 3-Point Shootout, 27. That's Daniel Phillips from Green Bay. And Dick Moreland, Kaiser, Oregon. That's a tie for that score. For the Nintendo Wii Wear, Bit Treat Bit Transition, 1,039,029, again by Brian Cedar. And Mega Man 9 Endless Mode, Screens Cleared, 3,621 by Stephen Ellis from Texarkana. For the Nintendo Wii Visual Console, Virtual Console that is, Ninja Gaiden 2, The Dark Sword of Chaos, 1,098,700 points by James Sword from Jackson, New Jersey. Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, extremely hard game, five life limit, four million thirty-one thousand three hundred fifty by Scott Fowler. By, for the Nintendo DS, we had Arkanoid DS, one hundred sixty-four thousand six hundred thirty by Daniel Phillips again. PlayStation Portable, we got the Sega Genesis Collection, Vector Man, one hundred three thousand eight hundred fifty again. Daniel Phillips. PlayStation Two, Pinball Hall of Fame, the Williams Collection, Funhouse, sixty-nine million four hundred twenty-six thousand nine hundred eighty by Aaron Reynolds. Xbox, we got Madden NFL 07 91 point victory margin by Patrick Scott Patterson from Denton, Texas. The Nintendo Entertainment System, we got Bases Loaded 2, the second season, 18 run victory margin by Mike Yasenko, Newark. Life Force, 5,073,030 points by Tom Votava, Scottsdale, Arizona. Amazing score coming up here for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Wayne Gretzky in the NHLPA All-Stars. 113-point margin of victory by Jonathan Plumden, St. Cloud, Minnesota. And for the arcade, we got Moon Patrol, 1,014,820. Benjamin Falls from Brooklyn, New York. Last month on 9909, the Harmonex group released the Beatles Rock Band, a long-awaited title I've been waiting since E3. And I've bought it, and I got a review here for you. Beatles Rock Band is definitely one of the most visually stunning rhythm games of the genre. To me, the game was so entertaining to watch the background, at times, I even stopped playing the song. With the dream sequences and venues such as the Ed Sullivan Show, Shea Stadium, and the Cavern take you through the Beatles timeline of music. The game only offers 45 songs of the Beatles catalogs, and downloads will be available soon for all systems. 
One casual gamer note that all the songs are unlocked at the beginning, so you don't have to play through the career mode just to hear your favorite Beatles song. Harmonix added very much to this game as the vocals, you can play up to six players, adding two more microphones to sing harmonies, which makes it a great party game. The only bad part is it's all Beatles music, but some people might not find that as bad. But the game differs very much compared to its prequels in terms of gameplay. Drum fills are no longer available. Free play of banging on the drums before the game, before the song are no longer there. Um, the whammy bar on the guitar doesn't change the pitch of the guitar when you play with the whammy bar. It, it's, it's, it's unbelievable that they took that out. Um, what I thought was so great about the prequels is that you could change, you could make it your own song in your own little way. You get to kind of be like a musician. Uh, you can't, you can't do fills like this guy. Difficulty on the Rock Band Beatles is very, very, very easy. So for you hardcore gamers who need to have through the fire and flames, don't pick up Rock Band Beatles. But if you enjoy the Beatles music and love playing with friends, Beatles Rock Band is the choice for you. I give it an 8.5 out of 10. What do you guys think about when the big franchise games takes features out of their, their, their sequels to their main hits? I mean, just like, obviously, what we just seen there in, in Beatles Rock Band, you can't do that. Nothing more annoying than when you know a franchise has the capability and the technology to put something in a game, even if it's minor, but something you enjoyed, and then they pull it out in the sequel. Uh, in this case, you really have to you really have to calculate in that they were dealing with Apple, Apple Music, and they couldn't let people screw with the Beatles music. So there's no way... They couldn't or they wouldn't. I would, I would say couldn't. Legally, <laughs> yeah. probably couldn't. Yeah, there's probably limitations to it. So, uh, so I realized there was a lot of... Uh, I understand why they did it. A lot of problems they had put in this game together. A lot of different people had their hands in it and right. trying to change stuff. But for the gamer, it's still an annoying... I mean, like, there's other things. Like Me and Josh talked about hockey games. Like, in the computer hockey games around 2000, 2001, they had this cool feature. You get to put your face in the game. I mean, yeah. how hard? I mean, obviously they use the same technology to put the players' faces in the game. So why why did they take that out? You know, is there any other games you yeah. guys know? And it's, well, again with the hockey games, NHL '94, I mean, typically considered to be one of the best hockey games of all time. But they pull fighting out. Everybody loved fighting in those games. They pull it out. They bring it back in the next one, but the next one was horrible. Yeah. So it's, it reminds me when I was. You know, nine years old, and I put in Super Mario 2, and there wasn't any fireballs. And yeah, no score. <laughs> yeah, I had no score. But that's because yeah. Super Mario 2 wasn't really a Mario game. Yeah, yeah. So. And we all know this now, but when I was a kid, I did. That's true. All you knew is you could play Toad, and it was awesome. Yeah, well. Yeah, they fixed it in Super Mario you know, Brothers you, 3. Yeah. I, obviously, they do listen to fans. Hopefully, yeah. obviously, same with the Guitar Hero series. Guitar Hero, they're trying to listen to more towards the rock band crowd, yeah. have I noticed lately. When, when you buy a sequel to a game that you loved, you expect there to be new features. And yeah. typically there are. But it kind of goes without saying that you expect you're going to be able to do everything you did before plus more. Yeah. Otherwise, can't you just play the old game? Yeah. And that, that refers back to the Beatles rock band. You can't uh, export the, the songs t from Rock Band 1 or Rock Band 2, which when we had the feature in Rock Band 2 to get the songs from Rock Band 1, it was like, well, they already have an export feature. They're going to use it again and again. But, of course, technology changes. The gameplay changes. Obviously, the harmony, eh. the adding parts. It's, it's annoying, but... I Who think knows? the Beatles is a totally different animal. It's be it's the Beatles rock band, not rock band the Beatles for a reason. Yes. 
I still don't understand why Beatles rock band doesn't have two guitar players in it. So, I mean, for, you know, for how long we've had these rock band games, how many bands have two guitar players, you know? And of mm -hmm. course, Beatles being the one of the premier and original bands with a lead guitarist and a rhythm guitarist. I want to play George's guitar leads while somebody else is playing uh, playing John's rhythm. And actually, I've, when I've been playing it lately, you can sometimes hear the rhythm guitarist uh, with more volume than the actual lead guitarist. So it's actually a little bit harder to play lead on some of the songs because depending on what part of the song, like the chorus or the verses, the rhythm guitar is mixed higher. So it's a lot harder to get the rhythm. I mean, you can eventually listen for it carefully, but... They should have all three parts. They released three guitars. They did. You know. They did. Yeah, so. And all uh, all controllers from previous uh, Guitar Hero versions and Rock Band versions do work with the Beatles. So there's no compatibility. The Ion Professional Drum Kit does work with Beatles. So if you're wondering about that before you picked up the game, it is compatible. Or the $300 drum kit. Yes. It will work. It will work. <laughs> I hope it does. Strong. That matter. So hopefully we'll see some uh, high scores here from uh, Beatles Rock Band. I plan to do some. Maybe with the whole group, because those are the ones I'm really impressed with when you get a whole band together, and cool. those are the fun ones. So absolutely. Oh, and like you mentioned, I mean, great party game. Yep. You know, the one of the problems before was always trying to find someone brave enough to get up and sing, and now you got to try to find three of those people. But <laughs> <laughs> bust it out after you've had a few cocktails, and it might just be the funnest party you ever had. Yeah. All right, October video game releases. Fun stuff. On um, the first, we've got Wizardology for the PC, Wii, and DS, which is based on the popular children's book series. I don't know about that. Um, Codemasters Wizardology brings the enchanted world of wizards to life in this magical adventure video game. It looks like a minigame collection to me. Not real sure. Uh, next up, we got Medieval Games, which is a minigame collection. Battle Dragon, Storm the Castle, or Joust with up to three of your friends. And a quest to become the tourney champ. Uh, let's see. After that, we've got Gran Turismo for the PSP, which is Gran Turismo. 800 licensed cars, 35 licensed tracks. Um, more of the same from what you've played on PS2. Cool. Nothing I can major. play while I'm driving. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, then we've got a bunch of PSP releases I've never heard of before. We've got Field Runners, Cahoots, Vampire, not Vampire, Vampire with an E. We Fit Plus on the 4th. It's happening. Looks like more we fit. We fit plus. Uh, <laughs> October 5th, we've got Fatale, F A T A L E, for the PC. No idea what that is either. Uh, we Does also it involve death. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> all right, another gem coming up. We've got Saw, the video game. Fascinating. For the 360 and the PS3, Jigsaw has killed your partner and destroyed your life. It's a third person survival horror game like Resident Evil. Okay, so you're, uh, you're getting revenge on Jigsaw? I, I would assume. Yeah. Okay, could be cool. Let's see what else. We're, oh, this is a cool one. For the PS3, it's called Africa, which is basically, it's kind of like a Cabela's Big Game Hunter thing, except instead of shooting the animal, the animals? The, instead of shooting the animals, you're taking pictures of them, and you're upgrading your photography gear, and if you discover a new species, you get a bunch of points. It looks pretty cool. That's Hunt, an interesting way. <laughs> a hunting like game for the tree huggers. In kind other of, words. yeah. Hippie hunting game. Uh, let's see. We got the Biggest Loser for the Wii NDS. That sounds fascinating. The NBA 2K10 and Live 10 are both coming out for various systems. 2K10 is coming out for PSP, PC, and Wii. Live 10 is 360 and PSP. What's next? Oh, Game Party 3 for the Wii. 
Doesn't sound like much, but the Game Party games sell a ridiculous amount of copies. They're always in at least the top 20 for the Wii. A lot of mini games. A, a lot of, of, a lot of world records. Somebody sure. likes them, obviously. Billiards, bounce ball, bumper pool, croquet, mini golf, racquetball, root beer tamper, smack a troll, bean bags, darts, hoop shoot, horseshoes, lawn darts, pig... Ping cup, puck bowling, QB challenge, shuffleboard, skee ball, and trivia. Well, it's like, I love those games. Yeah. They're, they're short. It's like playing Atari. Yeah. Sure. You know, sure. you know, it's little mini games and stuff. A lot of fun. That's it for the sixth. On the seventh, we have South Park Let's Go Tower Defense Play, which is a South Park Tower Defense game. Something we were all looking for. Um, big news. Also on the seventh, uh, LucasArts is releasing a brand new game, not really not related to any of their previous intellectual property. It's called Lucidity. And it's huh. billed as a 2D side-scrolling adventure for Xbox Live, but it's not really an adventure game. It's more of a weird platformer where you put objects in front of the character and she interacts with them as she, autom- I'm assuming, automatically moves from left to right on the screen. Hmm. It'll be check interesting. It out. Uh, let's see, we got the, uh, the remaining two expansions for Fallout 3 on the 8th, Point Lookout and Mothership Zeta coming to the PS3. Can't get enough Fallout. Really can't. Uh, let's see, on the 9th, October 9th, Shimano Extreme Fishing. It's a fishing game for the Wii. I'm not sure if there have been others. I haven't looked. Don't really? Know. Yeah. So that could be cool. Uh, let's see, we've got Motorstorm Arctic Edge for the PS2 and PSP. Not for the PS3, though. I think that's already out. Um, it's basically just Motorstorm except gray and silver and white instead of the normal Motorstorm color scheme. Let's see... Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of the Sky on 10-12-09, where you are the Pokemon. Oh, we've been waiting for that. Fantastic. It's actually a whole series of games. Uh, yeah, so see, on the, the Pokemon games, yeah. just, they, they won't go away. They're, they're still such such nope. a huge following for those. Not going anywhere. On the 13th of October, we have Cake Mania 3, Build Cakes. Frost them, I guess. I don't know. Uh... You don't get to eat them, though. So same, kind of on that same day, the 13th, we have Magna Carta 2. Join King John of England and his pals in this zany kart racer. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea what Magna Carta is. <laughs> it's not a kart racer. Um, Fallout 3 Game of the Year edition is happening. That I'm pretty sure includes all of the expansions. 460 oh, Bones. Yeah. Fun for people that haven't even sucked into the money pit that is Fallout 3. Let's see. Sudoku Ball Detective. I don't want to know what that's about. Uh, da, da, da. What what system is that for? That is for the Nintendo Wii. Uh, it has a ridiculous name. It's probably for the Wii or the DS. That's what I figured. How about this one? Fighting Fantasy, the Warlock of Firetop Mountain. Wow. <laughs> that cool. is coming out to the Nintendo DS. I know nothing other than that's the best name for a video game. Um, I'm picturing... Six guys in suits, yes, sitting around a table saying, Hours. "Give me every single <laughs> word that sells video games." Let's go with final. Let's go with fantasy. Let's go with fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one: uh, Alien Monster Bowling League. Didn't know you could be an alien and a monster, but apparently you can be both. And you can well, bowl. is this a uh, is this off the movie where there's the aliens versus no, monsters movie? It's not monsters versus aliens. It's okay. Alien Monster Bowling League for the Nintendo. Uh, it's not like you can choose to be an alien or a monster nope. and let's bowl it out. I don't think so. Okay. Hmm. All right. I would imagine you could be an alien uh, monster. I mean, aliens would have monsters just like we do, yeah, right? Fair enough. Yeah. All right, we got Ratchet and Clank Future, a crack in time. New Ratchet and Clank game. That's kind of cool. PS3 Always only. Cool. PS3 only. Yeah. 
Let's see, what else we got here? Forza 3. Like Forza 2, but Forza year. Um, <laughs> more, cool. car, more cars, more tracks, and it's actually coming out, unlike Gran Turismo 5, which just got pushed back again. Ooh. I played it, and it's pretty cool. It's it's all right. I don't like that you can rewind, but that's just me. <laughs> and if you like Forza Motorsport 3, you will love All-Star Cheer Squad 2 for the Nintendo Wii. That's <laughs> coming out same day. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's hard for us to remember that some of these games are still for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Tekken 6 is coming out. That's big. 360 PSP and PS3. Kind of cool. It has a cardboard tube samurai penny arcade downloadable content that's going to launch with the game, I'm pretty sure. Really? Costumes for one of the characters. Yep. It's pretty cool. DJ Hero's coming out. The inscrutable DJ Hero. Yeah. Which, yes. There that that is. should be fun. We'll find out. Yes. Hopefully, some, one of our staff writers will do a review on that. Well, you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for Beastie Boys Rock Band, and you can mix the DJ Hero controllers Fantastic. along there, with the uh, Rock Band. There actually is a guitar battle functionality in DJ Hero. There is. Okay. Yes. Well, they're they're getting cool. there. Then. They're getting there. I mean, two three years. <laughs> Orchestra Hero. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes, indeed. Let's it's see, sweet. what other fun stuff do we have? Disney Fairies, Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure. Guess what system that's for? <laughs> Nintendo DS, everyone. Let's see, 29th is a big day. We got GTA 4, The Ballad of Gay Tony, and Grand Theft Auto Episodes from Liberty City, both launching for the uh, Xbox 360. Yeah, they come on a disc, too. Oh, I'm both. so excited for October 30th. It's October so 30th. Excited. Football Manager Handheld 2010 <laughs> is happening. Amazing. This is a game where you do not play football. No, you at don't all. touch okay. the field. You manage Excellent. a team. Excellent. For the PSP. Judging by all the people who insist that they know so much about <laughs> football and couldn't throw That's one true. if their life depended on it, that true. game should be the biggest seller in America. <laughs> um, last but not least, in October, on the 13th, we have Tim Schafer's upcoming masterpiece, Brutal Legend. <laughs> Is a rock-themed action-adventure RPG game starring Jack Black as the main character. Looks to be very metal and very awesome. Hmm. For those of you who didn't think Jack Black completely sold out yet, yeah, think he did. Guess what? Mission accomplished. He showed up to video game awards in the costume of the character (laughs) he was playing in the game. No, ought to be a cool game actually. Yes, but uh, that's coming out for the 360 and the PS3. Excellent. Well, keeping with the spirit of October, this month's NES challenge is Ghosts and Goblins for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, It's based by points. Uh, You get three lives to start, five maximum. Um, All submissions must be postmarked between September 27th and October 31st. For more information, you can visit our forums under Classic Consoles for all the details and special recording rules for this month's challenge. All right, everybody, welcome to the Twin Galaxies exclusive interview with Jeff Wudninski, um, known to you all as Mr. Go Blue Guy on the game forums. So, uh, Jeff, how many records do you have? I'm up to about 25, 26 world records right now. I've lost a couple the past few weeks, but currently working on getting those back. I've noticed that most of your records are on the Nintendo Wii, but what are your classic gaming routes, if any? Well, the only system I ever had before Nintendo Wii was the old uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. That broke down. I kept having to blow into cartridges, which never worked. <laughs> and after that, systems became too complicated. I didn't want eight buttons and two directional pads. I wanted to plug it in and play. 
So I never picked up another system until the Nintendo Wii. I saw the motion controls and said it looked fun. So finally I tracked one down in 2007 and I've been hooked ever since. What would you say is the record that you're the proudest of? The record I'm most proud of is my record for a Tetris party for the Nintendo WiiWare. It's for the beginner's version. Patrick Scott Patterson had the record, and I love taking his records away from him. <laughs> it took about four hours to complete and over one tape, and it's absolute physical exhaustion. The lines are so big and they move so fast. If you blink too long, your game is over. Would you be bold enough to say that any of your records on the site are completely unbeatable? The Tetris Party record will never be broken. Somebody can try to break it. I will do whatever it takes, no matter what. I don't care how long it takes, what score they will put up. I will own that record no matter what. <laughs> Excellent. So even if it's beaten, you're confident you can uh, beat it back. I could have gone much higher than the score I had now. I chose to quit because I had already taken his record. I can go much, much, much higher than what I have right now. <laughs> I love it. What's your favorite system, and what would you say your favorite game of all time is? By far my favorite system is the Nintendo Wii. It's just so innovative with the motion controls. I love the fact you can go online, the games are fun. It's nice to be able to download the virtual console games as we talked about to have perfect copies of games. And I still have to go back to the first game I downloaded for it, Super Mario 3, which is by far my favorite game of all time. I noticed that you had several Guitar Hero 3 records. Were you into the previous Guitar Hero games? No, Guitar Hero 3 was the first one I ever played. Like I said, I never had a system before the Wii, so I never had a chance to play one. Mm -hmm. And I saw that it was coming out and how popular it was. So I picked it up on launch day and been hooked ever since. How'd you find out about Twin Galaxies? I found Twin Galaxies actually by watching King of Kong on G4 TV. And I heard Twin Galaxies mentioned over and over. I went to the website and looked at some of the scores for Wii Sports, which were some of the first scores I submitted, and said, hey, I can beat those. And soon after that, I started sending in my tapes. All right, so you're, uh, you mentioned earlier, your name tag is Mr. Go Blue Guy. You a uh, big Michigan fan? How do you like them this year? Huge Michigan fan. I love them this year. They've got a young team that doesn't show any fear. They've got an experienced coach. They're going to surprise a lot of people this year. I think you're right. I hope you're right. Anyway, you a uh, Michigan grad yourself? Yep, proud Michigan grad, class of 2006. All right, all right. No, uh, no Walmart Michigan fan, as they call them on the radio here in uh, <laughs> here in Detroit. My uh, my sister was uh, class of 05, I believe. Uh, didn't go there myself, but <laughs> big fan. <laughs> um, I noticed uh, that you have a bubble bobble record, but there seems to be a name above yours. It's kind of hard to read on this sheet. Um, would you mind reading that name off for the audience at home? Uh, this one right here. Boy, that looks like a Josh Houselander. <laughs> it <Yeah>. does indeed. <laughs> Sorry, everybody just had to throw that out there for you. <laughs> so we here at the podcast and everybody at Twin Galaxies would like to thank Jeff for coming out for the interview. Uh, we appreciate anything else you want to add? Any upcoming scores you're uh, working on? I have a very, I have a very big score I'm working on for a very popular game. The score has been mentioned a couple times. Nobody's done it yet. I've never found a website with any listed scores where nobody's done it. It's going to be very, very exciting when I finally reach that moment and send in that tape. Excellent, excellent. Um, any uh, challenges you want to issue to PSP before we leave? He knows some of those records he's taken are mine. I'm <laughs> I've, I've already got a plan to gain my records back from him. <laughs> excellent. Thanks so much for coming out, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you.
We here at Twin Galaxies would also like to send our deepest condolences to the family of Ryan Inman, staff writer for Twin Galaxies, who recently passed. Yes, he uh, just had a frequent uh, article about the 10 hardest video games of all time. It was excellent work. He did a lot of good writing for the site. Very good uh, TurboGrafx-16 player, as I've watched him a couple times uh, streaming over the past couple months. Uh, we're going to miss him for sure. We're going to go through the article a little bit, just go through his top 10. Like Mike here. mentioned, uh, most recently he did uh, top 10 hardest games of all times. Um, we'd really like you to go to Twin Galaxies, check it out. He did extensive um, paragraphs on all these games. We're just going to read them off for you here, though. we got number 10, Dudon Patchy for the Sega Saturn. No world record for this game, so for all you Twin Galaxy people out there, please get out there and... Uh, set a record for this game. Number nine, Ghost and Goblins for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Amazingly hard game. Um, but there are some amazing records already on the site for fastest completion and most points. And as Mike just mentioned, this is this week's October challenge. Or this month, I apologize. Number eight, uh, Super Zaxxon for the arcade. World record is held by Donald Hayes for this game. Number seven, Ikaruga. For the Xbox Live Arcade, no world record for that game as well, yet. Uh, number six, a true classic, Adventures of Bayou Billy for the NES. Um, record, couple of records set by that, both by Tom Votava for uh, most points and fastest completion. Uh, number five is F-Zero GX for the Nintendo GameCube, the third game, I believe, in that um, series. 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 Yeah. Also um, impossible. Yeah. yeah, very hard. The, very those games hard. got harder and harder as they came out. Um, again, no world record for that game. Uh, number four, Donkey Kong for the arcade. Does anything else need to be said about Donkey Kong? No. Nope. We've, <laughs> we've seen enough, uh, um, <laughs> enough about Billy Mitchell and everybody else to know exactly how hard Donkey Kong can be. But we also know that it can be mastered. Uh, number three, Sinistar. Again, an arcade game. This uh, record is set by Chris Emery. Pretty big record, but again, try to go out there and beat it. Number two, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Basically <laughs> the Super Nintendo version of Ghosts and Goblins, just as hard as the Nintendo version, probably harder. And the number one hardest game of all time. What is you it? You know, you're gonna, you're gonna have to go to the site to find out that yep. one, I think. Uh, Ryan Inman did a lot of hard work to uh, put this on, so uh, we're going to make you visit the site to find number one. It is for the Nintendo Entertainment System, like you would imagine it should be, because Nintendo was notoriously hard in its day and still is to this day, but please check out the site. Find out that game. Please do. And thanks for checking us out today on the second episode of the Twin Galaxy Podcast. For my co-host Josh Houslander, Mike Cheney, I'm Michael Soroka. Pick up that control and play. We'll see you next month.